99.7 FM. Joy 99.7 FM. Radio for the discerning listener. Bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's Word. Now let's look at the options that Cain was faced with. Let, let's look at his options. Because he's about to make a choice and he has an option. There are two options facing Cain. On how to gain acceptance, how to get ahead in life. And he had to exercise either of these options. The first option is to destroy his successful brother. That's the first option. There's the option that eventually Cain opted for, preferred. It's also the option that most of us easily choose. And that's why our world has only a few successful people because we tend to destroy those who are successful. You are in the office and you think you are the best worker in the office and all of a sudden a new staff member comes and he's outperforming you three times, four times, five times and everybody's excited about him and now you are old news and he's new news. And you feel rejected, you feel abandoned. You have an option. You can decide, I'm going to destroy this guy's career. I'm going to mess him up. I'm going to make sure people don't speak well of him again. That's an option. That was the first option that Cain had. Because in life, you're going to face somebody who is more successful than you. You're going to face him sooner or later. I face them, you face them. Everybody's going to face somebody who is ahead of you. And if somebody is ahead of you, you have an option. You can decide, I'm going to destroy him. That's option number one. And, and, and how is Cain going to do that? He was going to do that by blaming Abel for his failures. The blame game is as old as Adam and his family. Cain felt that the reason he failed to get God's approval was because of Abel. He didn't see his own inability. I'm sure he's saying to himself, if this second born had not been born, God would have no option but receive my sacrifice. Now this guy has come along and God has to make a preference and he chooses him and leaves me. Well, if he was alone, he would still have been rejected. Because very often those who have problems never see the problem as their own. Yes, there are times when people will gain unfair advantage over you and use cheating and lies and deception to get ahead of you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that in life, regularly, people get along because they offer better service. Regularly. There can be extraordinary circumstances of people doing the wrong thing, but usually it is not because they cheated you. It's because you offered inferior service. So you, 
Cain could blame Abel for his failures and then find ways to eliminate him, to kill him. Now, some of us may not have the audacity to kill another human being in cold blood, but we kill them with our words. We assassinate their character. We whisper destructive stories about them. We instigate their destruction. Is that the approach you think you must have to the person who is successful around you? In your office? Have you started assassinating that person's character? Have you, have you decided the only way I'll be accepted here is to destroy this guy? Is that the option you are exercising? The only way you can be successful is to destroy your brother, your sister, your younger brother who built a house ahead of you. What are the stories going around? Who are the people you are engineering to destroy him? Who are the people you're working with in your office to destroy that person who is doing so well? Why are you placing stumbling blocks in their way? Making their, way, their work very difficult because you think the only way you'll be accepted is if they are eliminated. That's option number one. But there is an option. God says to Cain, if you do well, tell the person next to you, if you do well, you'll be accepted. All right. So what's the second option? The second option is that Cain himself could become a successful person. Instead of destroying a successful person, he could be that successful person. This was God's preferred path for Cain. And this is the path that God prefers for each one of us. We can choose to be successful. We can choose to become better people. It's a choice. So, if my older brother built a house before I built mine, I can decide to destroy him or I can do well and build my house. So you have to decide I'm going to be better, not bitter. It's a choice. It's a choice. The spirit of Cain is still in this world. You go to all kinds of places. It feeds so much of what we do in this world. We get angry at somebody because he's doing well. You know, you stand by the road looking for transport and struggling to get transport public transport or private public transport <laughs> it's raining and you are angry with yourself and about your life and everything and then somebody cruises along in his nice BMW <laughs> with the windows rolled up and you can feel that he is enjoying you can feel it and all of a sudden you are angry with him <laughs> and you can say things like all oh, these people they are crooks all oh, these people they are liars oh, they, oh don't mind these people they are all cheats look at him look at him with his car if the person has to happens to be a woman you say ah look at her she, these people these girls they just go and sleep with men they give them the cars and they are bluffing with us but you don't know her story 
You don't know her story. But God says, if you do well, you'll be accepted. So instead of criticizing him for zooming by, you just say, next time, it's going to be me zooming by. It's a choice. You're going to go through life bitter and angry against successful people, or you're going to decide that you want to be successful yourself. Because success is not exclusive to anybody. God is telling Cain, it's not exclusive to Abel. Abel doesn't have a, a copyright on success. He just succeeded at this one sacrifice because he did the right thing. But you also, if you do well, you can also please me. So don't focus on his elimination. Focus on your elevation. Don't try to pull him down. Pull yourself up. Don't backbite him. Because if you backbite somebody, you will be permanently situated behind him. Because that is the only location where you have access to his back. <laughs> God doesn't want you to be a behind person, backbiting people. He wants you to be ahead. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. And you have a choice with your attitude. You can choose, I want to become better. And to do that, you have to learn from your failures. Cain had to learn from his failures. Cain was not rejected because God was partial to Abel. He was rejected because he did not meet God's standards. Has it ever occurred to you that the reason why you fail at what you do is because you are not doing something right? Has it ever occurred to you that you are the problem? Not them, but you. And that's a painful thing. Because it's easier to point they are the problem than to say, I am the problem. But if you're going to do well, you have to learn from your failures. And I'm not saying that you're not working hard. I'm not saying you're not giving of your best. I'm not saying you are not sincere. I'm not saying you are living in sin. All I'm saying is that you may just be doing the wrong things with all your heart. As has been said, you can be very sincere and sincerely wrong. You're doing it with all your heart, with all your energy, but it's the wrong thing. If you are headed in the wrong direction, no matter how fast you drive, you are fast approaching the wrong destination. Has it ever occurred to you that you're the problem? Has it ever that you're broke because of you? That things are not working for you because of you? Has it ever? And that's why God will come asking, why are you angry? Why are you upset? What's wrong? And believe you me, none of us want to point at ourselves. I don't want to point at myself. If I come to church and the church has dwindled in number, I'm going to blame you. I'll say my members are not serious. They don't love God. They are not serious with God. They don't come to church. It's easier than for me to say, 
could it be my messages are getting wacky these days? <laughs> you, you, that's a painful question to ask myself. Because I'm going to say, but I prepare hard and I pray hard and I work hard. But working hard and praying hard and preparing hard doesn't mean you are preaching well. So I'm going to spend my time blaming all of you. Just get ready for that. <laughs> and if your life is not going on well, you're not going to blame yourself. You're going to blame pastor. If my pastor was more anointed, if my pastor prayed more, if my pastor did it, if my pastor, my life would be better. No, it's not me. It's not the church. It's you. It's you. Because if you're going to do well, you have to face truth. Going to face truth. If my marriage is not going well, it's easy for me to blame my spouse. Oh, my husband has no time for me. Oh, my wife has no time. Oh, my wife doesn't cook well. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever stopped to think it's not your wife, but you? It's not your husband, but you. That's why God will ask Cain, why are you angry? Why is your countenance falling? If you do well, will you not be accepted? Do you think I take pleasure in your failure? You have to learn from your failures and you have to improve on your performance. That's what Cain had to do. Next time he had to bring a goat offering to God, not tomatoes, not papa offering. God is saying, Cain, it's not magic. It's not a mystery. You can do what Abel did. If you do well, you'll be accepted. It's not about luck or chance. It's not partiality. It's not whether you are male or female, black or white, in Ghana or Germany. If you do well, you'll be accepted. That is at the heart of my belief system. That is why I believe that we could build a world-class church in a third world environment. Because if you do well, you'll be accepted. If you do well. Geography is not a limitation. Culture is not a limitation. Your past and your history is not your limitation. If you do well, you'll be accepted. If you do well, you'll be accepted. If you do well, you'll be accepted. If you do well, it will be well with you. It's not about who your father is. Life has shown us so many permutations of people who were born on the backside of the desert, rising to the front. Because if you do well, God can pick you from the ghetto and bring you to the palace. Instead of blaming people in the palace and criticizing them and fighting them, do well. And these two options are always open to us. You're either going to destroy somebody or you're going to become better. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email 
Otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.